0: conspiracy theories tomorrow's headlines most are still asleep and i ain't talking about no bedtime the truth is not a google search you need to get your head right the greek goddess of illusion was called media and i i'm not a coincidence theorist i look for thread lines smashing every deadline no longer smashing red wine though i can hear the bells chime it feels like the end times that probably should have been smashed uh, by red wine, but the kind of mind is foolish. Obey and end up foolish. Don't get used by instinct, take control and learn to use it. Make a load of earnest music, earn a few quid, learn a few tricks. Sure, the truth is persecuted if this whole world is pure abusive Know a bit about everything and everything about nothing Figured out my noggin while you picture out shopping You sit about watching while I dish it, i stop it I don't mean to sound cocky, I'm not even proud of it It's a second issue to me, just to be just out honest I don't even need to sound honest, never been about Profit everything but on it. you can bet your house on I it I doubt it. I'll be out for the count when the sounds And I'm down for the beat, no beat down I mean, how long's it been? Help me out I've been the only one who's held me down All in the mind, hell freeze now Still sick with it, healthy how? Few bars down and the world freaked out. I don't reach out, I seek out to speak out. I'ma recount the reasons they beat out.
1: I had cut that intro short over here you know i'm stoned hey guys how you guys doing good afternoon good morning wherever you guys are in the world i love you guys hey how how's it going honestly man so we had a nice episode with uh the cannabis grower brett anderson yesterday today we got some more big news for you all of my brothers and sisters over in florida you guys will soon be getting weed at your local gas stations you heard that right man that is awesome literally man you're gonna be able to walk in your store grab a swisher and an eighth and you ain't have to worry about no tax from the plug because you get it from the store they're gonna tax you (laughs) <laughs> man there's some wild stuff I'll be honest we're living in some great times aren't we hey there's a whole bunch more but first and foremost I'd like to thank my sponsor over at Tweedle Farms Tweedle Farms is a local company from Pacific Northwest in the Oregon fertile land you know we got on the west coast man it's amazing they grow the best They grow also amazing strains. They got flavors, cannabinoids, terpenes. They got edibles, you know, for all of it, too. They got concentrates. They got tinctures. Man, I tell you what. They got everything. And you guys hit them up with my coupon code. 509 divine pints to score yourself 20% off they got good deals too and they're giving you 20% off man that's what's up hey next up my all i like to shout out Boomer Boost Vitamins are you tired of feeling down feeling out feeling like you're running out of energy well Tell you what man i've been using boomer boost vitamins for two years and they revitalized my game like i've been using supplements for 10 years and it just kind of started getting dual i was like i wasn't really finding anything that that um did a phenomenal job they all did okay things but i was just like man i can you know it's like you it can kind of feel okay for me i took on it for a little bit it was all right but hey boomer boost is fucking great i'll be honest man these dudes use all organic compounds they use proprietary blends you know these dudes are for the mind body and soul tell you what use coupon code 509 divine pines 10 off to score yourself tips and off the order and really enjoy hey so back up on the news all right we got this weed coming to Circle K gas stations in Florida, my friends. So, all y'all in Florida, man, cheers, brothers and sisters. They're, you guys will going to be loving it. Loving it. I'm already kind of getting a good vision of taking myself out to Florida on a trip once this goes through. So, th- this article states from Bloomberg.com. Bill Bloomberg's the boss. So, Deal with Green Thumb Industries will begin in ten stores in Florida. This could help marijuana go more mainstream. You got that right, uh, man. This can't go more mainstream than Florida gas stations do. Those things stay up all day, all night, all day, all night. Have people from Cuba, have people from freaking overseas all day, dude. You know. I'll be real that's a beautiful thing and if we can go ahead and understand that this is gonna happen for the other 49 states then you know you can go ahead and start preparing get yourself uh ready at least envision it because there's gonna be a lot more um let's just say traffic you know a lot more Influence people are gonna definitely be more influenced to try it out. There's you know, uh, the older people, the younger people, um, it's gonna be more convenient, it's gonna be on deck. I mean, I'm sure that the supply won't um run out, and yeah, we can just imagine that things will start being fire with all this. So, I have to switch up the articles, but continuing on with the same story. There will be a test and learn phase in 2023 with approximately 10 Rise Express dispensaries opening. Green Thumb Industries wants to expand its medical retail footprint in the state, where Circle K operates about 600 locations. Florida has 700,000 people active in the medical marijuana program. Green Thumb Industries founder and CEO Ben Cobbler states Rise Express stores a game changer. He also said it would make it easier for patients to purchase high quality cannabis on their daily routine. The new Rise Express stores will sell various products such as flour, pre rolls, gummies, vapes. Ooh, so, this is for medical patients? Wow. Hey, I mean that's also fucking cooler, bro. I mean they're they're literally, you know, helping out the people who need it most. Like, hey, you know those articles I read yesterday about the FDA and the DEA all you know kind of getting their um, hands and minds into cannabis for a healing for a positive. It, maybe it's a global thing buddy you know we've seen japan go ahead and start thinking about it japan's thinking about it and florida already gots it you know i mean i'm sure it's just coming everywhere now you can bet that right because look at this from high times magazine early draft of german cannabis legalization plan leaked so Germany and Japan are both starting their legalization process through the root works we find this out according to political details of Germany's current cannabis legalization plan was leaked on October 19th hey so that means we can go ahead and have beer fest the real beer fest over in Germany go get drunk you know Oktoberfest whatever right uh, <laughs> over there and then we can smoke Legalize cannabis too. You know, Amsterdam's gonna have an influence on them, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. The draft currently includes a plan to decriminalize sales and possession of cannabis as well as allowing cannabis to be sold in licensed shops and pharmacies. See, uh a 100 years ago cannabis was actually found in pharmacies uh, and stores you can actually find that and dude cannabis was a a well-known commodity um so they're just bringing it back it's not nothing new it's kind of just that they're starting to realize that we shouldn't have ever left those uh values of humanity this approach to reform has been pending since German officials announced their intentions to approach reform back in June, led by Health Minister Karl Lattenbach. According to the current draft, sales up to 20 grams would be legal for those 18 or older, which would include a maximum of 15% THC and a maximum of 10% for adults. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. A maximum of 15% THC for adults over 21 and a maximum of 10% of adults. 18 through 21 that's a very interesting law i mean all right wow that's the first time i've ever heard something like that that germany really wants to dial it in and make it unique huh so they're so they're uh limiting the 18 through 21 year olds with with mid with mids you know mid-grade cannabis (laughs) and then you know anyone uh over 21, I guess they're still getting giving them mids at 15% THC. Well, you know, it could be mids. It could just be THC percentages being uh, boof half the time. Not all the time, but half the time, you know. Depending on where you get it from, who's saying it, and what they're testing, really. You know, because a good test will show, you know, some good results uh for like a full spectrum analysis of the cannabinoid percentages and THC percentages but you know a shitty test yeah people will be boop you know definitely you know skewing the results earlier opinions of this draft believe it is too limiting you know yeah with um you know controlling it to 50 percent THC that's why I said it's mids uh this seems to be a a form for Germany to go ahead and try to like keep them on a lower middle level uh the, you know they 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 might not be wanting people to actually fully experience it but they're you know they're giving them the allowance and then now I guess we'll see how hard people will fight in order to have full freedom so they'll ha- they you know people people will be fighting over Germany for um, raising the limits because fifteen percent dude dude there's buds that are like thirty five percent um, thirty nine crazy uh, you know I mean yeah fifteen percent would be mids you you really want that top tier high grade chronic and I'm sure. Um, it'll it'll eventually happen see this is still uh through the root works right there here in june um Germany announced that they would start re-envisioning the cannabis um so by next year we could probably have more on it even same with Japan and you know over the next two to three years uh so in 2025 ish we probably see a full legalization and uh what we could see is probably um corporatization you know as we already see it in being involved corporately um here in america through leafly through circle okay through all these different avenues uh that the uh, big big tech and, um big money can get their hands on um kind of ish Something like that. But you know what I mean. It's going to be corporatized. It's going to be mainstream. Um, just, you know, you got to look out. You know, study. You got to know your shit. You know, got to know your details. Know your statistics. Know your eye. Uh, like, you know, got to, got to know it, man. And you'll figure it out. Everybody who's riding with me and my viewers and my guests and, you know, my Discord channel and uh everyone around that's... Floating with us up here in the cloud nine, 509, Devon Pines. You got it. And we'll keep you on point. So, it seems like the federal government wants to legalize cannabis as soon as possible, completely forgets about the protection of children and young people. German Budasteg head of nursing, Simone Borkacht, stated instead of relying on effective education prevention, Lauderbach gets lost in a tangle of distant rules and upper and lower limits of THC for certain age groups. So, there might be, uh, you know, a lot of people, yeah, already on track to go ahead and change some of the 15% stuff. Because you got to understand that some of these uh, legislators and, and um, let's say, health minister call Lauderbach, he... He might be so out of tune with modern-day cannabis over here in America and, and and how we're getting the indoor and how we're uh, doing all this crazy stuff with hash in at super fine levels. And, um, you know, some of these people are so out of tune that they're just like, yeah, sure, we'll do this. And then, like, they don't even know what they're talking about. The German health minister told Politico that the government... Has not agreed to a common proposal for cannabis reform, although they did announce their effort to approach legalization in June with hearings. Changes will be made in the future, so we can go ahead and see that soon. Around the globe, we will be smoking weed, my friends. Ah, now hey. This is a fascinating article right here. We got the tomb of St. Klaus, AKA St. Nicholas. found in Turkey. He died more than 1600 years ago. And the tomb was buried over by rising sea levels in the Mediterranean. This is, um, fascinating i mean i love these type of things now let's go ahead and read into it i had one uh i really wanted to show you these uh images though from the start but let's go ahead and um just read into this see the images on this are fascinating on their own they they're mind blowing actually i was thinking about them already um because yeah all right let's go ahead the tomb of saint nicholas inspiration behind santa claus has been discovered by after archaeologists uncovered the remains of an ancient church in Turkey that was submerged by rising sea levels in the Mediterranean during the Middle Ages. The holy figure, who lived between 270 and 343 AD, is most famous for inheriting money that he gave away to the poor, and specifically the story about how he gifted three girls with bags of gold to save them from a life of prostitution. Another church was built on top of the ancient Basilica's foundation to protect the saint's tomb, but it was not until recently that archaeologists uncovered mosaic and stone flooring from the previous sanctuary under the one that stands today that led them to Saint Nicholas' final resting place. The discovery supports claim that Saint Nicholas lived and died in Turkey, and the team also announced that the same stone flooring found hiding beneath layers of sediment was also walked upon by the Christian figure. All right, so here's some of the pictures for my viewers at home, and um, this is what we see with uh, the outside that definitely looks very old. So you that, you know you understand that this is real already. You know the this is the Byzantine church that was built over the ancient foundation that was a place of worship for the Orthodox Christians between the fifth. In 12 centuries. Now, we look at these mosaics. Alright. What do you see, guys? Tell me, what do you see? I'm looking at it and I there was something that popped out clearly within one second, which made me stumble, but then I remembered what I heard and what people have been telling me. Uh the enlightenment enlightenment community, the truth community, has been saying. Alright, for my viewers who are listening, and for everyone, what I am clearly trying to get out of the obvious, but not so obvious for everyone, is that on this mosaic that was built on 343 AD, we see some patterns, right? We see uh, what appears to be some patterns that look like leafs, or a four, four petals four in four directions. And we also see these very 90-degree angle patterns that look like a swastika. Now, for everybody who is to the unknown, the swastika was an ancient symbol used for positivity. And, you know, people are like, some people are very doubtful, you know, just because they don't want to believe shit. But, you know, if you actually do believe and study what's out there, um, that's very revealing and, and enlightening and, and truth revealing, you, you can see that this pattern, the swastika, was actually used way before the man with a shit stain above his nose um look at it's just it's there's four of them five of them that i see like one two i think that's three maybe four five yeah it's probably five five of those things and so this is a church right now this is also a very sacred place like i mean if these are where the saints were and like the the church was and they they built built over and you know um this is like royal this is like you know the the highest families of the bet the the highest bloodlines and families from back in the day were using these symbols as sacred geometry as positive means i mean i mean wow you go ahead and show show this to someone now who who is clearly thinking black and white and very out of tune they're gonna be like oh that's nazi like no okay dude 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 relax man do you read a book or 10 books or how many books do you read or what do you study you know because there are there is other information out there and look here it is for ourselves this picture describes archaeologists have been working for at the site for years carefully removing flooring of the saint nicholas church that stands in turkey the remove flooring of the church was built after saint nicholas died in 343. now continuing on with more pictures now yeah these these continue to be fascinating because i mean there's just geometry like that's uh how do i say this that's that's different you know there's you patterns that are different than we see nowadays but you know why because if you go to a freaking modern day art museum at the wrong city um you know and you go yeah you go to the wrong art exhibit they're gonna show you nothing and call it art they're gonna show you a banana on the ground call that art you know what i call art i call stuff like this like i mean not not okay not drawing art but i mean artistical architecture you know what i mean like uh, our creativity uh you know if people if someone drew this on, on a paper compared to someone drawing a banana on the paper i would rather call this art yes because this is have being resemblance to some type of internal beauty that we naturally uh find with like sacredness with uh the positive side of life um it this just resonates with us right this these images these patterns just resonate with us in a certain way that we know we're fascinated and adored you know we adore it uh we're like "Mm, we kind of want to know more right these things go back a long time like our our brain is able to pick up on these patterns because our ancestors did. It's it's just like rehashing old circuits. This article continues on to talk about. This was believed to be first discovered in 2017 by researchers who conducted electronic surveys which revealed gaps beneath the floor and ground. The team announced that they may have found the tomb of Saint Nicholas, but we're still working carefully to remove the Byzantine church floor and not the damages. Osman Eravzar, the head of the Provincial Cultural Heritage Preservation Board of Antalya, told Demer News Agency, the first church was submerged with the rise of the Mediterranean Sea, and some centuries later a new church was built over it. Now we have reached the remains of the first church and the floor on which Saint Nicholas stepped. The tiling of the floor of the first church on which Saint Nicholas walked has been unearthed. Alright, so you know there may or may not be more like things here to this than what they're saying. Like they're they might just be telling us, hey, we found a tomb but we know that these agencies higher up on higher up if they find something that is very sacred they're going to hold it from the public but it's it's awesome to see though that um these things are still being uncovered right this this is kind of amazing um look at here's a picture of him for all my viewers at home this is uh what we see with the halo we, we always see that, that might be a sun, the sun, we see a light embodiment around St. Nicholas, so he was definitely very powerful, and I don't mean, like, in an evil way, no, but I mean, like, uh, so, people have power with energy, like, so people, so someone can be so good within themselves that they have power and energy, like, beautiful light beautiful glow beautiful um energy and enlightening energy uh, a a certain light to them um right here is an an amazing art piece see this is what I call art this is what I call art not a fucking banana half open on a freaking piece of paper upside down looking Oh my god, anyways, you know, this is cool right here. Saint Nicholas, who lived between 270 and 340 D, is most famous for inheriting money that he gave away to the poor, and specifically the story about how he gets the three girls with bags of gold to save them from a the life of prostitution. Continuing on, we see more art pieces. Look at this, is a just fascinating type of like fascinating this is just absolutely fascinating it's just a interesting type of um pattern like i i don't really know you know what it is what it's supposed to be but i mean it's just like geom it's kind of it's kind of geometrical kind of not really but like um it's just very fascinating and they're made of stone, so you see that these dudes were highly creative. You know, this wasn't, you know, 1700 years ago, these weren't just some losers and, you know, idiots out there. Like, these dudes were highly intelligent. Saint Nicholas, who was famous for his gift giving and charity to the poor was born in the village of Patara to the wealthy parents who died in an epidemic and left their son a large fortune. As a devout Christian, St. Nicholas followed Jesus' teaching of selling all worldly possession and giving to the poor, and that is what he did. However, these ideas are not represented in historical documents, but have been shared in stories. He did become Bishop of Myra in the 4th century, but was imprisoned shortly after by the Roman Emperor. Diocletian, in the time when Christians were persecuted and then released under the rule of Constantine the Great. This is uh, more um, pictures. And so the team also uncovered the fresco of Jesus recently look at this artwork now this is amazing this is a large piece of art like you know they were using ladders or something where giant was drawing this because that's where like she's halfway on the art and the art is still clearly drawn well up into like the 10 foot range of the ceiling maybe even higher and like see how well the paint has stayed that's this these are old paintings right whatever technologies that uh, you know our past has had is definitely not being told to us like these dudes had incredible paint incredible technology um, incredible architecture and patterns you know technology and architecture can also go for Giza um I mean even Vermanas from the Vedic texts, like like we don't have the physical proof but that's it's still tangible written data and you know these things in our past what we know them to be are not what they are because look at that paint that paint looks freaking like it was done what five years ago with modern day with with if it was painted with modern paint you know that's 5 years of uh damage but this is like hundreds maybe even a thousand or more uh and that paint is still sticking like huh there's something more to that pain and what they knew i mean or 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 you guys can actually find and trust me and be like well maybe maybe they are gmoing and fucking everything up so bad these days that we should appreciate the past and the past ways a little bit more because okay to to clarify there is a lot of reincarnations of pat, um ancient methods being used around the globe as me and a lot of people speak about these things and the great um, enlightenment process, um, you know, the age of Aquarius is coming into shift. More people are finding out about these technologies and we're recreating them, bringing them back into fruition. And, you know, it it just all takes is a conversation, you know, depending on where you are and you can find out certain cool things about you know paint or electricity um magneticism um light levitation you know the recently scientists have found a way to levitate things I'll go ahead and pull it up right here Scientists have found a light levitation technology. Um, And, you know, if you actually study the past, those type of things were already around, like light and um, light technology, levitation technology. So this is from 2019, but there is already an updated... um, There's already updated technology that can go ahead and do this now. So, what these scientists are doing in the California Institute of Technology, these physicists, they have designed a method that could levitate and propel objects using light waves. Um, It's happening already, guys. And it's amazing, you know, what we're able to do is magical so you know this is obviously the california institute of technology making this uh public but you know what a lot of people don't know is that there's a lot of research and um data from ancient past and you know that correlates with a lot of this too light propelled objects. Decades ago, scientists developed the so-called optical tweezers to move and manipulate objects using radiated pressure of a focused beam of laser light. So decades ago, scientists made optical tweezers to move and manipulate objects using radiated pressure of a focused beam of laser light. So here's it again. Decades ago, scientists developed a laser light that could move and manipulate objects with its radiated pressure. So that kind of makes you wonder, like, where's this technology been? However, optical tweezers can only be used to levitate very small objects like nanoparticles. I mean, that's old technology. Since then, scientists have struggled to scale technology, but a group of physicists at Caltech claimed that they have figured out a way they can levitate and propel larger objects. According to the research, the key is to create a specific nanoscale pattern on the surface of the object that will interact with light. Instead of using highly focused lasers to manipulate the object, the pattern will encode its own stability, moving upright when pertubed, so it stays in the stream of photons. Moreover, the source of light can be placed millions of miles away. Sheesh! this technology could foresee that the study could one day lead to the development of future spacecraft that can travel outside the solar system and beyond hey i mean that's even if we can get to space because who even knows like i'm not saying that we are in space or that we're not but what i fucking know about space is that it's not what we're being told like there's spacecrafts right there right now these et big ass googly-eyed motherfuckers sitting outside of earth and they're watching and we don't see that shit. they we're not being told about that uh but you know i guess these laser light technologies can go ahead and help us fight and get through this googly-eyed fucking alien shit. <laughs> i'm over here and i, I have glasses <laughs> people call me four eyes sheesh Sheesh, oh my god. The method will enable spacecraft that can be propelled by a laser on Earth without the need to carry heavy fuel. The researchers believe that the spacecraft could run at a very high and potentially reach relativistic speeds to visit other planetary systems. Uh, is that like the movie um, what is it? with Matt Damon? The one where they go to that artificial moon and they're using those crafts or like all these space uh, space shows where this they have this like mm, vessel that's kind of being propelled out to space. There is an audaciously interesting application to use this technique as means for propulsion of a new generation of spacecraft, said Harry Atwater, a professor of applied physics and material of caltech so since then they have sure got this up to speed now what you guys need to be up to speed on and this is big like for real for real democratic lawmaker or wait mo wait uh lawmaker rep crow how about that i'm just damn lawmaker rep crow i'm not gonna freaking try to say anything i don't i don't like to even think about it like maybe censors are catching on to those so who knows dem lawmaker rep crow warns americans enemies could use dna tests to kill them you heard that u.s lawmakers and military experts are cautioning americans about the risk posed by dna testing services claiming sophisticated weapons could use that information to target individuals this is coming from your own government dude this is like no joke all right all right this is real there are now weapons under development and developed that are designed to target specific people you heard that so decades ago they had this laser light technology nowadays they have these weapons that are developed to designate to target specific people maybe with this laser light technology that's why people feel targeted that's why people sometimes feel like they're being watched that's why sometimes people are feeling like they're under control they're being hip hypnotically uh altered you know shifted by you know outside entities and manipulated by outside forces you know just maybe speculating relief speculatively who knows that's what it this is where you can actually take someone's dna the medical profile and you could target a biological weapon and will kill that person or take them off the battlefield and make them inoperable he reportedly explained at the aspen security forum crow a former army ranger first selected in 2018 anticipates u.s foes will get their hands on the information provided by companies like 23andme people will very rapidly spit into a cup and send it to 23andme and get really interesting data about their background guess what your DNA is now owned by a private company like BlackRock, like Tesla, but the, or the more private companies. Ooh, so we have an open and public discussion about what does the protection of healthcare information, DNA information, and in your data look like, because that data is actually going to be procured and collected by our enemies for the development of these systems. No matter what, You know, he's kind of right, dude. Like, I'm not even... Oh, fuck. I guess I'm kind of, like, thinking about this now. Yeah, he's right, man. Um, No doubt, undoubtedly, with technology, how technology is literally on every continent now. We got internet and we have people hacking the fuck out of people and, like, just trying to pull their data from all countries and all places. Um... Yeah, other countries will start start to uh, um, use this. I mean, it may even be domestic targeting. Who knows? A sophisticated biochemical weapon used to harm particular people using their DNA as part of the plot of No Time to Die, the most recent James Bond series movie. Huh. It's like Hollywood's trying to tell you something. Mm, Yeah. You know, because, like, not everybody in Hollywood's a sick fuck like Weinstein. Um, but some of them try to tell you some things, you know, try to enlighten you. I'm going to go ahead and watch No Time to Die now and, you know, just just watch it from a bird's eye view, see what I can see. Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa, who serves as Senate armed service committee who serves on it warned that the u.s enemies intentionally spread diseases and harm agriculture in turn for food scarcity well it kind of sounds like a domestic fucking targeting to do that shit because look at bill gates that piece of shit is targeting our food security If we look at food security and what our adversaries do with biological weapons that are directed at our animal agriculture, at our agricultural sector, highly pathogenic, avian influenza, African swine fever. Man. All these things have circulated around the globe, but if targeted by an adversary, we know that it brings about food insecurity. what? Why is she even mentioning this? you know um but that's a good thing because look 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 at what's happening in 2022 there's a huge food insecurity problem man there's a uh, shortages there's been about 150 or 200 food um vendors factories that have burned up and may they might still be going I know here uh locally uh one of them burned up an old wheat mill had burned up the prosser uh right next to me um there was another fire huge fire out like 50 to 100 miles in patterson That another wheat factory had burned up um even like two to three years ago there was a huge problem at one of these uh apple factories like a gas leak or a gas explosion um and you know yeah these um food networks are being under attack but to say it's from outside forces that's new to me and i i'm not saying it's surprising because it um it's obviously realistic but you know it just goes to show though that like they're they were well ahead of this see this article was uh written in July 2022 you know five months ago you know food scarcity I guess you know is It is wasn't still an issue then but now it's getting even bigger more more inflation um for certain things I think right we still still having an issue russia is willing to use those against political opponents they're willing to use them on their own soil but then go in on the soil of nato ally in the uk and use those and as we go into the future we have prepared for those eventualities so those dna tests those dirty dna tests but not as dirty as this right here man this grinds my gears salt lake tribune you guys know about this the satanic ritual abuse ring going on because it's fucked up man more than 120 calls have been made over the past three weeks this was back in june so um since then it's doubled there is a new uh victim um or more a, a new uh, another victim i should say uh and this is sick. Utah County Sheriff said his investigators are looking into ritualistic abuse from allegations that date back between the 1990s and 2010, and span Utah, Juab, and San, Pe- San Pete counties. The sheriff did not disclose any other details. We had a victim come forward and disclose abuse of this nature. So that's what started the investigation. The case that David Leavis spoke about is not the case we initially started investigating. It's not the case that we became aware of in April last year. So there's multiple cases. Which involve allegations against a therapist months after the investigation started. Indicate the same therapist who worked as a psychologist in Utah. In 1990 is currently being investigated by law enforcement for sexual assault related allegations but this is ritualistic sex abuse murder and cannibalistic um dealings with a cult that this victim says she witnessed when she was a child This woman accuses Levitt of sexual abuse and participate in ritualistic killing, which allegations of the county attorney denies. So there is an active. Church uh, or or active county sheriff, I think. That's working. Oh, no, the county attorney. There's an active Utah County attorney that is working that has cases against him. Oh my God. Levitt did have a personal connection with a therapist in the 90s. The therapist was his elders quorum president in the Church of the Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints. He was his neighbor. He had family connections. Although the therapist was initially arrested in 1999, charges uh, alleging he had sexually abused a woman as a child were filed until 2012. Utah prosecutors dropped charges against the therapist in 2014 which five years prior to Levitt being elected county attorney. The prosecutor handling the case told the judge he wanted the case dismissed because he was having trouble getting medical records and other documents. How sick. The petitioner is currently the subject of an ongoing criminal investigation by four law enforcement agencies into the same conduct, which was the basis of the 1999 arrest. In the pile of old records released by Provo Police Department is a witness statement from one man who alleged he was sexually abused by his therapist in the early 1990s. Brett Bluth said in a recent interview that he had desperate, when he started seeing psychologists. he had returned from a mission of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He was struggling internally because he was gay. The predominant faith in Utah historically opposed gay marriage and same sex. Bluth recalled coming out to his bishops, who he said referred him to a therapist who had a track record of curing people of their homosexuality. His desire was to have a completely severed life, um, he, or to have completely severed it from his life. That was the goal he wanted it gone. It was very uncomfortable, so he was willing and very hopeful. That wasn't the conversion therapy, as the therapist said. He started soon hypnotizing him. Bluth got diagnosis multiple personality disorder. Hmm. He had multiple personality disorder due to a ritualistic sex abuse as a child. He, he was very uncomfortable with it. He doesn't think the human brain can wrap their mind around what ritualistic sex abuse is. It is mutilation by these satanic fucking pedophiles like Lady Gaga. I'm not going to say Clinton, but fucking name, dude. Fuck it. These piece of shits in the, in the elite class. Dude, they're eating people, fucking, fucking people while half dead. And they're torturing people till they're nearly starving. He said he went along with it because this is what he was telling, uh, this is what he said was happening. Uh, it's it's hard to hold, it's atrocious. It, it, the diagnosis was very foreign. It, it seemed like he was very fucked in the head um in the eight in the 1980s 1990s parents in utah and across the country were were worried about the satanic panic and that their children could be brought into a piece of coal um hellfire club you know i'm not saying that that's the same thing but if we look at um stranger things they definitely they definitely show you a darker side to a cult from the 80s and 90s, you know, 70s-ish, you know, that that era. So in the 1988, special report in Utah County's Daily Herald featuring the headline Satanism in Utah County. Our children may be victims of the growing cult. blue says that these ritualistic abusers program your brain to not remember anything to suppress memories so it became a battle between of what happened in in his mind um you know he 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 started battling and This uh, article states that Bluth described to police the therapist would sexually abuse him, put him in a black bag, and tie it off, leaving there until they were almost suffocated. That can create some psychological damage. And you see why these celebrities, Britney Spears, is really fucked up they're really bad man i'm sorry for my friendy but this is this is the like this is uh to the heart of the problem i'm not saying on the religious issue but this is uh like the latter-day saints i don't i'm not saying that but man oh man these guys are really going uh exposing things right Bluth alleged to the police that at one point, the psychologist exposed his genitals under the guise of therapy. He also alleged in a report that during their last session, the therapist encouraged Bluth to perform a sex on him the way as a way to heal from trauma from his childhood. Afterward, Blue said he prayed over his semen that it would undo the unrighteous semen that had been placed inside his body as a kid. What the fuck? This is rated R, dude. This is this is real. This is going on. Then this is happening around the country. Uh, this is not just Utah. This is happening at a lot of places. Uh, people are finally coming out. Bluth said he confronted the therapist about the sexual contact contact that happened during the treatment. He said that he told the man the therapist didn't report himself to the state regulators. Uh, And Bluth had uh, met with several other patients who said that they received the same unusual diagnosis of multiple personalities due to ritualistic sexual childhood abuse so there's a more to this that we aren't hearing like there there must be a huge network of this happening like a big network of this happening in certain areas there's 151 pages of accusations and okay this this was written in june whatever there's there's a whole nother side to the story there this is getting huge uh, the mainstream news will eventually have to cover this there is no way of hiding this this is going to blow open why these satanic fucks need to get out of here um exposed they're harming the children look what are your thoughts on david levitt coming forward about being named and saying that there are leaked documents connecting him and his wife to allegations of cannibalism and murdering children see these these people eat bodies it's a pretty sick dude you it's, it's sick I mean I heard I heard that someone locally was talking shit and saying that their family ate bodies on some weird weirdo shit and you know they were real about it too, man. And uh bro, that's some you know, that's that needs to be gone, dude. Yeah, man. Hey all praise to the most high God because uh God is coming down on these asses, these evil asses and um I'm not I'm not them and they aren't us. And the more that uh, we enlighten our brothers away from certain, you know, segments. Because, I mean, who knows, man. This uh, this could be happening at all different levels, man. And all different, you know, because we hear about this shit like, you know, Deshaun Watson. But you're not hearing about Connie McGregor, piece of shit, you know. Dude, these things are happening. Anyways, continuing on, let's get, let's um, go ahead and change it up. The Washington Post states that hundreds of veterans have taken lucrative foreign jobs that the U.S. officials demanded, uh, approved, and, you know, they approved it. So, uh, 500 U.S. military personnel have, yo, what up, Chad? Yo yo yo, how you doing, brother? Sorry I didn't I Yo. Yo yo, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey, appreciate you. Let me go ahead and continue on. 500 retired US military personnel, including scores of generals and admirals have taken lucrative jobs since 2015 working with foreign governments, mostly in countries known for human rights, abuse, and political repression, according to the Washington Post investigation. In Saudi Arabia, for example, 15 retired, 15 retired US generals and admirals have worked as paid consultants for the defense ministry since 2016. The ministry is led by the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, the kingdom's de facto ruler, who US intelligence agencies have approved since 2018. Um, so the Saudi paid advisors, uh, include Marine General James L. Jones, a national security advisor to President Barack Obama. Interesting, interesting, interesting. A retired army general, General Keith Alexander, who led national security agency under Obama and president george w bush even more interesting so you just heard that you know uh two of the biggest guys under obama and bush's times are working fucking for saudi arabia um you know and let's just say that you know uh maybe this is happening in a lot of other places you know with a lot of other networks like this is only showing for the military so how many other politicians ex-politicians are working for other countries um I, all right and this is these are these are talking about um you know like maybe not necessarily the the cleanest guys the 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 shadiest you know dudes these might be shady dudes like I, I I'll be honest um who knows it could could be good people could could not be, but this is interesting to see that most of these personnel have worked as civilian contractors for Saudi Arabia, the United Arab, Arab United Arab Arab Emirates, and other Persian Gulf monarchies, playing a critical though largely invisible role in upgrading their militaries. So, um. I mean, it could be that some of these places are hiring our guys to fight against us. I mean, that's just a ideology, you know, because, you know, China hires a scientists from America's top lab recently all right and they were recruited to China to design missiles and drones so at least 154 Chinese scientists who worked on government sponsored research in the US foremost national security laboratory over the last two decades have been recruited to work in China, some which help advance military technology that threatens American national security. So interesting number, we've seen 500 uh, army veterans go ahead and start working for other nations for other interests. And then we see this, it's 154 scientists. Um, Well, I'll be honest, this doesn't surprise surprise me one bit. Some of these technologies are systematic efforts that the government of China is being used to place Chinese scientists um, in positions where they can develop nuclear weapons. And they, they brought this technology from the Los Alamos National Laboratory over here, kind of in the West Coast, I think Nevada, uh, Arizona, one of those. Many of the scientists were later lured back to China to help make advances in such technologies as deep earth penetrating warheads, hypersonic missiles, quiet submarines, and drones. Scientists were paid as much as $1 through participation in Chinese government talent programs, which were designed to recruit Chinese scientists to return to China. So they're using bribes. But I mean, they're paying them for their hard work, yeah. Yeah, okay. Such talent programs have been identified as a source of concern, but U.S. officials said they had not previously seen an unclassified report that described the phenomenon in such detail, naming specific scientists and the projects they have worked on. The talent transfer poses a direct threat to U.S. national security, said Craig. Levesque, a co-founder of Strider, and the lead author of the report, China is playing a game that we are not prepared for, and we need to really begin to mobilize. Although a former Los Alamos scientist pleaded guilty in 2022 lying about his involvement in China recruitment program, most of their conduct described in the report appears to have been legal. Moreover, U.S. officials and experts say most Chinese scientists who immigrate to the U.S. remain here, and many have significant contributions to the U.S. defense technology. But current and former U.S. intelligence officials said that the Strider report shows the Chinese governments have been using talent recruitment programs to acquire insights into U.S. technology to help build the military that poses a significant threat to U.S. national security. We have benefited enormously from the inflow of Chinese talent. And I hope that we can continue to do that. It's essential that the United States is this it's essential to the United States but China is now developing weapon systems capabilities doctrines and frankly attitudes towards its own power that means that we have to go back to the drawing board in some of these areas through talent recruitment programs like the thousand talents Chinese peace scientists at American universities to secretly bring our knowledge and innovation back to China including valuable federally funded research to put it bluntly this means American taxpayers are effectively footing the bill for China's own technological development well that sucks i'll be honest but um on the bright note we can now see why uh there is a push to support america yeah come on american scientists you guys got this (laughs) yo los alamos where the atomic bomb was developed during world war ii is devoted to science and engineering in support of u.s national security but much of the research is unclassified and many foreign scientists work at the place those alamos officials referred questions to the energy department which declined address for more questioning so yeah we definitely see that everybody's all mingling with each other and Threatening everybody's national security. Because they're betraying each other. It's freaking ridiculous. You know. What's not ridiculous. Is I've been saying for a long time. That GMO foods are a problem. And you know. A lot of people want some type of. Well. Researched. Peer review type of articles. To at least see. Or to hear about. So. I pulled this up. RSPCA, Response to Genome Editing and Farmed Animals, Newfield Council for Bioethics Call for Evidence, September 2019. Juliet Dukes, Julia Rathel, Penny Hawkins, Emily Coughlin, and Sophie Collins, Science and Policy Group, RSPCA. We acknowledge that humans have been altering farmed animals for millennia. However, the, increase, the increasing use of drugs, hormones, and now genome editing technologies threaten to push form animals even past, towards, or beyond their biological limits. Genome editing techniques can cause unpredictable and unintended changes to the genome. The precision and safety of the technology have yet to be satisfactorily demonstrated genome editing is being lauded as a solution to a myriad of problems faced by the livestock industry without exploring or effectively applying existing or alternative approaches that are safe to securing a sustainable food supply public opinion on the use of genetically genetic engineering in animals for food production has not yet been sought in a balanced and unbiased manner the public perception of genetic engineering is currently being manipulated by those with a vested interest in the technology. So this group, this science and policy group, RFPCA, is highly questioning these genome editing techniques and the well-being of these animals but hold on it goes into further talking about how it can affect us and truly it can really have some devastating things if you know if uh these things create some diseases pathogens um type of trigger some type of uh process in our body um because of the genetic alteration that on such a high rate you know it can create like a um very saturated or very destroyed part of our body like we our body may like be flooded and or numb or like shut down because of you know the um, chemical reaction or you know too much or it's too it's just too different you know we may just like be suddenly um we suddenly may have this uh we may just throw up from the body you know from from these genetic um animals and I'll, I'll be honest like they're like i started noticing genetic engineering be weird when i started when i would be really healthy you know and um i would eat like a fast like you know 10 years ago like Five years ago, throughout there, somewhere around there, I would um kind of just be. I wouldn't eat so much, a lot of fast food, but I would notice that you know in the week or two that I'll be working out pretty good, eating clean, and then I'd go have a fast food. My body would like reject it, like my body just didn't want it. It was just like there was this like natural resistance um to some of these genetic engineered foods. And truly um the repercussions are definitely being felt these days. We definitely see that there's so much health issues we can feel it. Um I know I'm not the only one who's had some physical issues. I mean you guys may think this guy's never had physical issues, but no no, I mean I've had some. Um it's the food, Ben. It's the food. This is a long article talking about a whole bunch of stuff i'm not gonna stay here for three hours talking about one article man um continuing on let's make this quick because we're round wrapping this up rounding this up um sleep is a new eighth measure of cardiovascular health study using the american heart association framework providing evidence that sleep is an integral part of preserving heart health Researchers have evaluated an expanded measure of cardiovascular health that includes sleep as an 8th metric. Researchers show that adding sleep will help to uh, understanding how healthy you are. Yeah, I mean, people... Okay, uh, how healthy you can run, how healthy you can jog, uh, how how good your breathing is... Um, that's fascinating. You know, but a lot of people have problems breathing. Maybe it's because you're only sleeping two hours a freaking day and running on Red Bulls and uh, bullshit. But hey, maybe I'm just guessing. Huh? huh? Maybe. Huh? Our results demonstrate that sleep is an integral component of CVH. In our study, even a CVH score that in- includes only sleep duration, the mostly wise measured aspect of health to obtain in a public setting predicted CBD, CBD incidents. Notably, we also found that CVH score incorporated multiple dimensions of sleep health, was also significantly associated with the incident CBD. Our results highlight the importance of embracing holistic version of sleep health that includes sleep behaviors and highly prevalent mild sleep problems rather than strictly focusing on sleep disorders when assessing an individual's cardiovascular risk. Overall, and for simple terms for all of us, because I didn't know uh, a little bit of that. um, I was reading more, but here we go. Overall, the study found that 63% of the participants slept less than 7 hours per night and 30% slept less than 6 hours, while 39 and 25% had high night to night variability in sleep duration and sleep timing, respectively. 14 and 36% reportedly had excessive daytime sleepiness and high insomnia symptoms, respectively. And 47% had moderate to severe sleep apnea, one, where breathing repeatedly stops and starts. The finding that a sleep health score based solely on sleep duration, as well as a sleep health score based on multiple sleep dimensions, both enhance the definition of cardiovascular health by clustering. um, It can be explained at least by the clustering of sleep problems. Show that individuals with short sleep duration had higher chances of having low sleep efficiency. 85% 85% of the time in bed after lights off spend, um, spent sleeping. Irregular sleep patterns, variable sleep duration and time across day, excessive daytime sleepingness, sleep apnea. Notably, short sleepers had higher prevalence of overweight, obesity, type 2D diabetes, hypertension, suggesting that multiple unhealthy sleep dimensions may occur concurrently in potentially interact, further increasing risk for heart disease. Healthcare providers should assess their patients' sleep patterns to discuss sleep-related problems and educate patients about the importance of prioritizing sleep to promote cardiovascular health. Furthermore, the formal integration of sleep health into the cardiovascular health promotion guidance will provide benchmarks for surveillance and ensure that sleep becomes an equal counterpart in public health policy to the attention of resources given to other lifestyle behaviors yeah bro I'll be honest man there's a lot of times where I will see people at work uh wherever I've worked or even my friends from school or you know anywhere don't matter uh, family members then they're like running on very little sleep just because they want to kick it on their phone at night and like or game it a lot you know it, uh, it's a problem it's a freaking problem how how little sleep is respected to some people, you know. Some people are like, "Yeah, I get like uh, two hours of sleep, three hours of sleep, you know, I'm good." I'm like, "Well, you're also drinking Red Bull and all this shit." And I'm looking at my head, and you know, then in my head, like I'm saying that I'm like, "Man, these dudes are not like understanding what they're doing to their body." You know, in ten years, they're gonna start needing these uh, medications and they could prevent all these medications you could prevent thousands and thousands of dollars from the doctor by taking care of everybody now so if you take care of everybody your now you're not going to have to worry about the doctor later hey i guess uh you know you sleep and you get healthier you have good sleep you stay healthy bad sleep will definitely go ahead and um get you off messed up Alright, so, one of the things about nowadays, right now, in 2022, is a big push for consciousness. We see it everywhere. Joe Rogan talks about it. It's all over your Netflix. It's all over the internet and the feeds. Wherever you go, people are talking about consciousness. And scientists are, like, trying to figure out a way to go ahead and involve consciousness without really saying it. And this is... These next two articles will definitely show you that there's something more magical to than, um than what we know. So, our brains use quantum computation. I'm going to read the summary. A team of scientists believed our brain could use quantum computation after an idea developed to prove the existence of quantum gravity to explore the human brain and its workings. The brain functions measures were also correlated to short-term memory performance and conscious awareness, suggesting quantum processes are also part of cognitive and conscious brain functions. Quantum brain processes could explain why we still outperform supercomputers when it comes to unforeseen circumstances decision making or learning something new while the discovery may also shed light on consciousness the workings of which remain scientifically difficult to understand and explain so scientists are now finally agreeing with what we've all been saying is that our brain has these very powerful abilities to see things in reality at the speed of light process it nearly run at like the speed of light and do things you know um it could also be mentioning the fact that we have a pineal gland and a dmt molecule spirit and our spirit can process information um for us through our body through our eyes and it's it's a whole integrated part but separate in its own right and manner um you know we we are a mind we are a body we are a soul we are three we are you know the flesh is one thing the mind of it is its own and the soul came into it you know um and scientists are finally agreeing with us you know, conscious woke individuals, you know, they're coming around to weed, they're coming around to consciousness, guys. Things are looking up and up. Be happy, be positive. I don't want everybody all doom and gloom over the freaking boohoo news. Bullshit. Like, I'll be real, man. There's some positivity, like, the fact that these dudes are clearly trying to go ahead and prove consciousness shed light on consciousness means that they're finally admitting that it's all true and this is actually from the you know everything i've been hearing um that once these high level elites started getting taken out because we don't all right we see weinstein and epstein and we don't know about a lot of other people well you you know we might know about a lot of other people man but these dudes are really working um you know these dudes are really working for the light like once the bad people came out and got exposed and got removed the light people started working you know um we're seeing half of it right like the people in power now are possibly with the light i'm not saying everybody but it, it you know it's becoming more apparent that you know once these evil cats get taken out of power um uh, more light gets allowed in and you know japan's allowing weed germany might be allowing weed um China we still need to work on, that's a big one. Next up, we have in vitro neurons, learn and exhibit sentience when embodied in a simulated game mode. So did you guys just hear that? In vitro means in laboratory, um, like they're cooking or they're they're putting this in a lab neurons that they put in a lab so a human's brain neuron little pathway um is learning and exhibit sentience when embodied in a simulated game let me go ahead and break this down for you guys because this is uh this is just an interesting one they put brain cells in a petri dish connected that petri dish to a chip and they uh, connect that chip to video game pong and these neurons in the petri dish started playing pong i mean there's a bit more components to it it's but it's not like they were controlling it no the the neurons were doing its its own thing um they were Look, guys, you know, this is uh, also trying to show that there's sentience. The word sentience is like almost like conscious consciousness because um, they're trying, you know, uh, to tackle to tackle people like the metaverse. There's other bigger scientists, you know, in the light that are trying to show how we have this multidimensionality, these consciousness, this higher ability. uh, Everything is living in its own organism. You know, things are, you know, um. Things are very alive. Things are more real. Yeah, this is fascinating. Improvements in performance or learning over time follow closed loop feedback. Learned observed from both human and primary mouse cortical neurons. Systems with stimulus but no feedback show no learning. Dynamic changes observed in neural electrophysiological activity during embodiment. The Summary. Integrating neurons into digital systems may enable poor performance and feasible with silicon alone. However, here we develop DishBrain, a system that harnesses the inherent adaptive computation of neurons in a structured environment. In vitro neural networks from human or rodent origins are integrated with in silico computing via a high-density multi-electrode array. Through electrophysiological stimulation recording, cultures are embedded in a simulated game world, mimicking the arcade game Pong. Applying implications from the theory of active interference via the free energy principle, we find apparent learning within five minutes of real-time gameplay not observed in controlled conditions. Further experiments, Demonstrate the importance of closed-loop structure feedback and eliciting learning over time cultures display the ability to self-organize activity in a goal-directed manner in response to sparse sensory information about the consequences of their actions, which we term synthetic biological intelligence. Future applications may prove further insights into the cellular correlates of intelligence. So guys... That right there, synthetic biological intelligence. Now, what that shows me is that they're going to probably start adapting this into maybe things like androids, um, synthetic robots, half human, half robot. And these things will be very, very real to us. Another article from a science um, brain. Clumps of human nerve cells thrived in rat brains. So they put a human brain inside a rat brain. And the human brain started growing and making connections. As uh, if it were like receptible. But to also get into more... The human cells did appear to be functional in limited ways. The human cells can both receive signals and influence throughout behavior. Connections that demonstrate a substantial integration of the transplanted neurons. Now, I don't even know what that means, but what I do see is that theory just said that a human brain can be put inside of a mouse. Well, how about this they're they're putting brains and and body parts of other animals inside other animals were an animal and so is a rat so they're you know they're doing all this crap stuff they're they're creating chimeras man bear pigs they're creating half species half breeds and now it's like they're it's going well like it's um the the It says right here, this environment support coax individual human neurons uh, to grow bigger six times as large by one measure than the same sort of cells grown in dishes. Cells grown in the rat brains were more complex, with more elaborate branching patterns, and more cell connections called synapses. The human brain cells flourish because rat brains offer perks that lab dishes can't, such as blood supply, precise mix of nutrients and stimulation of nearby cells. So, you know, they can test everything in the lab all they want, but they're also then trying to, you know, realize that it's easier to just do it with a freaking real, real animal. And um, man, I'll just be real, like maybe in 10 years, it's gonna sound sick. this is gonna sound sick i hope not but maybe in 10 years people will have like surgeries to be half animal you know i well okay hold on we do see this talk you know in the last three years about um kids in school you know claiming to be cats can be this certain animal and people around the world saying that they are this animal and that they dress like it they get tattoos they get uh piercings like and they they take on the full psychology of it bro this technology will allow them to have their dream that's not me that ain't me continuing on man these uh guys up here in the labs are really cooking up a lot with our brains so another article states how to build a human brain so they would already built a human brain that works like there's no other way to say it. they're called mini brains over at stem cell research in usa or ucla okay you know what do you think do you think that these things are going to be uh used for the benefit um hey i am glad odalis um that you're learning so much right now i appreciate it uh i appreciate that you're learning now across the globe the ucla development by the. Do- Um, are cultivating thousands of these tiny clumps for research. Less than five years ago, a team of biologists in Australia and the UK wowed the world when they announced that they made rudimentary bits of 3D human cerebral cortex in a dish. So they're making artificial brains, artificial hearts, artificial everything. And right here to finish this off, Adobe's new AI can turn a 2D photo into 3D scene now this is some fucking trippy stuff man because look it's right here it's it's uh showing us the visuals so they took one picture and then bam this ai made everything around it and who even knows like deep fakes are going to be taken to a whole another level guys or or maybe that that this artificial intelligence stuff is not what we're being told and it's actually pulling real life or realistically attuned data that is gathered throughout its secret library of knowledge. Who knows? That was another episode of 509 Divine Pines Podcast. Um, You guys have a wonderful day. God bless you guys, man. I love you guys. Stay safe. Stay high. Stay blessed. Peace out.